Welcome to In the Works by Career Services at the University of Calgary. My name is David Catterford, and with me today are my hosts, Harrison and Labib. Say hello. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey everybody, how's your day going? What are we talking about today in today's show? Yeah, so uh, let's do a little recap. We're going to hop in the time machine. We're going to talk about COVID. I know everyone's heard a lot about it, but one last time, you know, we're going to talk about COVID. We're going to talk about returning back to work in this time um, and see how things have changed or how things are still the same um, and just how the landscape, you know, has, has shifted. The first big date is when we heard the news um, that there was a cluster of patients in Wuhan, China, and they started getting the flu. So that's kind of December 2019 is when the media started reporting about COVID-19. Do you remember that? Where were you? And what did you think when you started hearing these stories on the news? I mean, I was mildly concerned you hear about these things like ebola and and whatnot and they're just they're an ocean away or two oceans away whatever it is right um and yeah i wasn't that concerned at the moment if, if we're talking like december 2019 so we had plans on on traveling in in the new year so we we're like eh, it should blow over by then but yeah that was my thoughts at that time yeah, yeah likewise i thought you know it's across the world uh, no way affects me or anyone I know or like Canada at all. But as we can see what happened, but yes, like I didn't think much of it. I just thought it was a little, it was a little disease that was just going to be like contained where it started. But yeah, it didn't happen. Well, what happened with me was I remember going out to, to a pub with a couple of friends and we were kind of talking about it and, Hey, what do you think of this situation going on? And we, we were just kind of bouncing back and forth and then going, but you know what? A lot of people travel and train and planes and stuff. And, and then we, one of my friends, um, we started talking about flu shots and if you had a flu shot, you, we would be safe. And that was what we were thinking at the time and my friend didn't have a flu shot and he was like well he was getting a little worried and so then what happens is um in it gets worse and worse and worse and the media really starts um going uh crazy with the reporting of it and then it really happened march 15th is really the day where calgary basically declared a state of local emergency closing all non-essential businesses and services uh, alberta cancels all school classes and declares a provincial public health state of emergency the following day and i was working at career services and they kind of said okay we'll bring your computer home and can you work from home and that was really strange and and but we also thought it was only going to be for a couple of weeks. Yeah, at that time, I remember hearing that there was, a, I was in my friend's car. I was going to say it at that time. Um, and it was one of the rare times the radio was on um, before I plugged in my aux for the, for the music. Um, and we just hear that, oh, there's this, uh, Calgary has its first case and we're going into a lockdown, whatever. Um, and then I was just like, oh, it's just one case. Calgary, you know, they'll, they'll be on it, uh, like Alberta Health Services. Lock the person down, put him in, put him in lockdown, get it over with. But I didn't think much of it. 
And then I think like two days after, state issued an official statement saying we're done for the year, exams online, um, blah, 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 no more classes in person, we're done, right? And, and at that point, that's when I hit me. I'm like, oh, it's, it's that serious. Um, even though it was just like a couple cases in Calgary at that time. Um, and yeah, so that was my first hand experience of school being completely online. We just moved everything online. Uh, classes were online, tests, everything just switched online in an instant. Um, and it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a weird jump because before that point, I had never taken anything online, even in high school. Like everything was has been in person, so it was a bizarre experience for me to say the least. Yeah, pretty similar for uh, with your guys' experience as well. I remember uh, with uh, I was working with Sate at the time, um, and everyone was keeping an eye on the news and just seeing what would happen next. Uh, so we were already making um, preparations to work from home at the time. Uh, we were slowly moving uh, all of our, I guess, documents, all of our computer uh, back home. Heck, I remember seeing a lot of people moving chairs and, and whatnot, just just getting ready uh, for, for the two weeks uh, to stay. <clears throat> um, and then when the actual news hit, a lot of people were already ready to go. Uh, and work from home. Uh, I just need to pick up a few things. Um, and just like that, the transition was smooth, in my opinion. Uh, and that's what happened that day of of going, uh, of working from home. Yeah. And, and it switched, like, the whole work and, like, home life balance thing because it was just work 9 to 5, then go home and relax. You don't bring work home. And I've always heard that, like, you work at your workplace Try not to bring it home because it interferes with, you know, your, your personal life and it doesn't mix well. And that day it was just like, well, everything's at home now. Your family or whatever and your work's at home. Yeah. Everything you do is at home. The only time you left was like groceries or whatever at that time because I know everything like restaurants closed. Mm -hmm. Takeout was the only thing. Um, so it was like it really hit on various levels, not just that we can't even be like next to someone else, like six, uh, uh, two meters apart. It was just like that physical dis distance, but also that distance from your your workplace where I know if you're in person, it's so much easier to communicate with someone and it's so much easier to talk and just get work done than when you're home and you have to, you know, message on Teams, do this, and you, you never know when you'll hear back. And it just like delays the process. So I just want to ask you, like, over, over the past two years, have you seen an overall change in your work practices and your work uh, ethic? Not really. I, I mean, for me, I was really like, I was really pessimistic. I was like, we can't work from home. I, I, I was like, we're a career specialist. We have to interact with students. We need the face to face. And if we don't have that, I can't do my job. So that was kind of my attitude. And I thought, I'll go home for two weeks and do whatever they want me to do or whatever. But we got to get back. But after the two weeks, we, we really realized that, no, this is the way it's going to be. And no, I, I, it worked. I, I, I think it, I, I still don't, it didn't work as well because I still like helping students face to face, but it worked and it worked pretty good, better than I expected. And we kind of adjusted. Um, my work style at home I, I got a bit lazy, right? Like, cause you would work and, 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 and help do the appointment on zoom with the student. But then as soon as the appointment was over, 
you're at home, right? So it's like, well, I don't want to do my stats or whatever. So what what I ended up doing was sitting on the couch, listening to or watching a soap opera or something like that. But then doing my admin work in the evening. So I think it was, I was getting all my work done, but it wasn't getting done at during the work time, yeah. if that makes sense. So it just readjusted the way I did my work. It's weird for me to talk about it uh, because I don't want to badmouth an old employer and whatnot, but <clears throat> it was a big adjustment uh, because Sate um, was making already a technological transition uh, to making sure that everything was more digital and COVID really forced it to modernize and all of that. Uh, so for me, it was tough in that I had already worked in a fairly modern environment and then it was probably tough for a lot of people to, uh, to work in uh, a fully digital environment as well. So it was a huge amount of growing pains uh, for everyone working uh, during that time. I can't speak for everyone, of course, but I would say that everyone was experiencing uh, something uh, that I was experiencing as well. Uh, having done two uh, job changes within COVID, like you got used to it, uh, doing interviews online, doing work online, meeting clients, students uh, via Zoom uh, or over the phone. Uh, I, I felt that I, I was able to transition uh, quite easily, uh, but I can't speak for everyone else uh, that was doing client slash student facing work as well. Yeah. Speaking of growing pains in Zoom, I know, David, you mentioned it took you a while to get used to Zoom or, or tech, like technology at your house. Yeah. Is it still the case or have you completely gotten used to it? Well, it was really, um, it was bad because I have an Apple computer at home and it's a great, my Apple computer at home is great for like iTunes and iMovie and all that sort of stuff. But then I had to log into Outlook through Safari. And so it was like I was always on another system. And so that was very frustrating. But the office was really good and they got us these laptops. And then once I was able to get a, a laptop, a Microsoft laptop with all of my stuff on it, then that that really helped me. But no, it was a it was a struggle. I was worried about like Zoom. I was like, I don't have Zoom on my Apple computer. And a couple of my coworkers said, Well, David, we'll we'll help you. We'll walk you through loading it on your computer. And yeah, it was challenging, but it it got done. I think, and what was really interesting about working from home was kind of that March, April, May, I would say was slow, but then June, July, and August, we started just putting up, because we usually, we, we do workshops and we were like, we wanted to revamp our workshops that summer, but we kind of revamped them on the go. Like we just started putting up we called them the job search power hour and we just started putting up zoom appointments or zoom workshops and you know what the students they went nuts mm -hmm. they they, they our numbers were incredible so i i think there was like a a zoom boom mm -hmm. in in the summer of 2020 and we helped out lots of students so yeah 
from a student student's perspective, I would say that I think it definitely made students more lazier. Um, because when you have class in person, you have to be there on time, right? So, mm-hmm. so you have class at nine. For me specifically, if I have class at nine, I have to be up at like like six thirty because it's like an hour commute on the tra- on the transit. Um, so I had to wake up early. But if it was online, all I have to do is get up five minutes before mm-hmm. and just turn like my body halfway onto my computer table, open the laptop, and we're in class. And the thing is, professors didn't even require cams to be on all the time, so it's like. You never even know if someone's like sleeping while attending class or whatever. So I think it definitely made students way lazier. But I think in, uh, on, the, on the other side, it's also a good thing because it saves, it saves on commute time, saves on, you know, the, ha- the hassle of just like going all the way to university to attend a class, especially if you just have one day, like one class a day. It just saved uh, students a bunch of time. And I think in like terms of career wise, I think it raised a lot of opportunities for students to work remotely that mm-hmm. weren't there before because right now i i'm also working part-time and there that opportunity i could never have if it was in person i would have to like once i'm done here at like 4 30 i would have to like hop in a car and like drive their asap to to start working but if it's remote and the employer like there's the fr- enough freedom for me to work whatever time i want as long as the work gets it works work gets done so i think in terms of career, that's like one big positive that came out of it. It, it, it raised a lot of jobs and a lot of opportunities that were never there before. Yeah, you bring up some interesting points about student laziness. Uh, being an academic advisor at the time, I was um, in talks uh, with both the instructors as well as the students. Uh, so students, uh, they would have their own concerns and uh, and their own situations that they were dealing with at the time. Uh, so if students didn't have a nice working uh, slash studying environment at home because everyone was already working from home. So one example was the student, uh, her mom was now working from her home, uh, her younger brother uh, that was doing high school at home as well. Everyone's already using the computers uh, um, as well as tying up the bandwidth. Uh, so when she was doing her classes, she wasn't able to get a strong internet connection. So the reports were from her instructors like, ah, she's never on time uh, for our online classes. And I'm just like, hey, this is the situation that she's going through. Uh, you got to keep this in mind as well. Uh, in addition to that, because uh, SAIT has the very hands-on courses too, um, you have students that didn't, weren't able to thrive in the online learning environments. They needed to be in those classes because they were tactile learners rather than visual or auditory learners. Uh, so it really, I, I could see uh, the effect on the student populace during that time. And it was tough because there wasn't any support for the situation and for these students. Uh, it's not like there was any sort of monetary fund uh, so that they could get better internet or get better computer equipment in that sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really interesting um, interacting with students because like a lot of students, they really suffered. Probably some dropped out as as a result and other students liked it, right? Like, so it, it, it was, it was an interesting thing. One thing I tried to do was I tried to 
because I, I mean, I was, I'm a career specialist, so I can't like just show up to a lecture five minutes before and have my camera not on. So I actually really tried to treat it. Well, I mean, it is my job. So I would, I would dress up, I would put on my suit or business uh, casual, even though I was in my own apartment. And I, I made sure that my background and, and, and my um, zoom settings were very good and very professional. And then how I distinguished between weekends and work is I, I just wouldn't dress up on the weekends. And then that made it seem like I wasn't working, but it was, I kind of had to play games with myself to kind of, okay, it's Monday. I got to shave and put on a suit and, and go to work even though, and then my commute time went from about 12 minutes to about like 11 steps. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was an advantage, I guess. Right. Yeah. That's another thing that changes that work dress code. Um, it used to be that you have to go in person and be very professional, but now like I see even myself and others like in the office environment, it's not always the, like the business suit and whatnot. It's more like people can come in t-shirts. They can come in like the, uh, not, not specifically like, uh, sweatpants or something like that, like shorts. No, no, but, but a little more relaxed. Um, it has, it's become a little more relaxed, especially online in Zoomians. I've noticed that people aren't necessarily putting on a new like like you mentioned shaving and putting on a, a suit just to for a, for a meeting and uh yeah i don't know if that's like a bad thing but i don't know if it's a good thing either like you mentioned it might be the laziness aspect of it um because you know to force yourself to dress up and and, and attend and do work you put yourself in that mindset that you know it is work time and then you know change out of those clothes and now i'm just relaxing it's i'm out of work time um so that's one of the other things that's changed uh because of the pandemic we talked about students and their experiences. Um, and then you mentioned some liked it and some didn't. Um, I remember uh, right around when it happened for me, uh, people were about to finish their, like finish their years. That was the, it was the winter semester. And then the graduation was coming up right after. So a bunch of them missed their in-person graduation or it was like a transition to online. But is it this? It's not the same when it's online and you spent like four, two or four, up to four years, um, doing something that you love or you're passionate about, for you to have to sit in front of a screen and just like read your name off the screen. What did you think? Like, did you have any students that complained about that? No, I didn't really have any students that complained about that. But that that was really upsetting for me because that's that's not fair. I mean, but life's not fair. I mean, I had a great trip planned with my dad because my parents lived in Arizona and we were, I was going to fly down and then drive back with my dad in March, 2020. That got canceled. I mean, and I'm never going to be able to do that with my dad again. So that's terrible, tragic. I I mean, so I, I think students that weren't able to go to their convocation or a lot of marriages were canceled. Terrible. Yeah. Even in uh, orientation, like past the summer, um, a lot of students, there was nothing in person. It was, I think it was an online thing, but how much can you really show of campus online? Um, and like now that we're back in person uh, after a while, I just noticed, I can't help but notice that there's new faces on campus I've never seen before. Um, and I've been here for like two, three years. Um, and this, some students, it's their first time being on campus after they've already done like t- one and a half year of their uh, of their education, which is crazy to me. Um, they just I wouldn't say they're lost, but it's just that I would be lost personally if I came 
to university for the first time after I've done a full year of education and I need I still need help finding my classes and I have no idea where you know where the the, the my favorite food places in on campus whatever so I find that student probably found, found it a bit tough it's a uh, pretty interesting uh, that you bring that up um, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around what's going through their heads uh, their first time on campus but they've been a student at XYZ uh, institution, uh, because for us, uh, pre-COVID, uh, we we had all of that in person. Uh, but for these students that are coming in, uh, they might have, uh, depending on uh, where you went, they the school might have gone that extra mile uh, to do uh, sort of a VR tour of that campus, so that at the very least you could experience it digitally. Uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really have a one-to-one -one, uh, mirror of what you're experiencing in person. Uh, so the, that disorientation, uh, it, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around that. Uh, and it's just hitting me right now. Yeah, and for some of these students, they went from high school into university, all in, in the, inside the pandemic. So yeah. they, they left school, and then the, uh, the year that followed, it was all online. So their classes were online they didn't get to meet any new students in their classes if they did it was online and it's not the same as sitting next to someone and just like striking up a conversation than sitting in a classroom or not even sitting being virtually in a classroom of like 40 kids and you don't know what to say you know you're kind of awkward you're shy your camera's off you can't even see what people um uh, look like and whatnot so it's a tough transition for them i think it's been the hardest on students yeah absolutely um, there's absolutely no doubt about going from graduating from high school and doing your high school graduation online, same as our university students that graduated online as well. Um, but what's also interesting is those students that did graduate, uh, so I guess on, we're on the topic of transitions is that high school to university, university to work life, uh, the, the, the students that are graduating from university are now doing all of their onboarding uh, online uh, for their new jobs as well. Uh, so it's just everything. Each transition, in, in my opinion, these big transitions in life are no longer done in person. Everything's just now online. And, and that's, a, that's one of the two biggest parts of someone's career is going from high school to university because that's when you decide what you want to do in etc right and then from university to workplace which is another thing you decide like i'm gonna do it this is my first step i'm taking towards the first first job in my career so those two big steps are now just completely online and well i guess we'll see there'll probably be a study in like three years about like maybe probably mental health affected it too somewhat and whatnot so let's switch gears let's look forward look ahead and uh what do you see, David? How are we returning to work? Or is it just online now? Or what are you thinking? Well, it's obviously going to be a hybrid of mm -hmm. some kind. And I also want to say, too, that the students I helped during the COVID, like students are, are they're, they're the best, I, I think. They, they're resilient. I, 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 I don't know. I really, sure, it was hard on students, but I think students really adjusted and just made the best out of it for the most part. Um, and, and I'm really optimistic because one thing that I noticed during COVID 
was from a career development perspective, I, I said, let's use this time to think about how you want to, what do you want to do coming out of COVID? Like, how do you want to make the world a better place? And I really use that in my sessions to really like use this time to reflect and think, because once we open up, what do you want to do? And I don't know, students seem to take that, that question a lot more seriously. And I, I, I don't know. I, I'm very optimistic. I, I think the world is going to be in a good place because we know how important things are now in the world. I think it really just made everything more serious. Yeah. And a lot of really good things happened during the COVID. Now you bring up a really good point too. Uh, some things that... Uh, that I was seeing in terms of a change for careers that students were were aiming for is the stability. Uh, after seeing, you know, economic crashes, after seeing COVID, uh, a lot of students, you know, are sort of putting aside some of their dreams, their their ideals, and saying, you know what, I just want something that can sustain me. Uh, and at the end of the day, if, a, uh, if another pandemic hits, I'm not going to be out of a job. Uh, so that's, uh, that's what I'm seeing. Uh, and then in addition to that, like for a lot of students, they now have this great interview sort of answer uh, uh, to the question of, uh, could you tell us a time uh, when you had to deal with a big change? And everyone uh, can definitely use COVID as uh, as one of those stories uh, and how they adapted to it either in, in school or, or their jobs. So, yeah. For career services, is it, are we moving back to in-person completely or is it still a hybrid for, for career services? I Probably hybrid, mm -hmm. I, I, I think, because a lot of um, career, we had very successful virtual career fairs. Um, so I, I, I'd like to see a mix moving forward. I, I, I don't know what the actual plan is for career services, but I'd like to see a, a mix of, of different types of, of events and, 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 and things like that that we do for students. And I think it's also convenient to be a hybrid because if they want to see you in person, they can, which is, which is good. But also that if they don't want to come all the way to campus, if they live far, they can just hop on Zoom and join a quick meeting and you're you're there and you can help them out even online. And I think it's access, the accessibility part of it is really important because now we know that most things can be done online. Um, work can be done online. Uh, meetings are online. Uh, classes are online. Everything's online. So I think a hybrid now is the way to go for the mm -hmm. future. Um, and I think most employers think that as well. Uh, they don't want to spend necessarily the amount of money in office spaces and office equipment like laptops and stuff because most people have that at home it's their own equipment so most i think most employers i think will do a hybrid where some people will be in the office and some people will be at home and then maybe they switch like you know half half a week type thing and personally i believe it's a good thing because i think it's just accessible it's just more accessible for everyone i think it increases productivity in my opinion yeah, I would have to agree with it. I think, uh, David, you're telling me how uh, the workshops uh, that, that Career Services uh, has, uh, the attendance has gone up. Uh, some of the uh, the in-person workshops, uh, you know, 
you might have gotten one or two,、uh, and that was simply due to students not、uh, not being able to make it on campus, or maybe they didn't have classes that day.、Uh, and by doing、uh, the workshops online,、um, they're just much more well attended too,、uh, in that sense.、Uh, so from a career services sort of perspective, it does seem like、uh, the move to Hybridization or or fully online、uh, has been really、uh, been embraced、uh, by the student body、uh, a lot more, just due to that convenience, that accessibility,、uh, and whatnot.、Uh, from from I guess a a work standpoint, like、uh, at the time, let's see, yeah, twenty twenty one, I was working for a nonprofit employment organization.、Uh, it was just so much easier for clients because we only had one or two. Locations in Calgary, and it's like okay now, without having to drive all the way across Calgary to our in-person locations, we can just meet over the phone, meet online,、uh, and it just made it easier for them to get those uh, services. Uh, and I can't say that it worked for everybody, especially for those with uh, low uh, digital literacy.、Uh, but for the vast majority of my clients, it really helped them out in that sense. Yeah, so、um, thanks for tuning into another episode of In the Works、um, by Career Services at the University of Calgary, and、uh, we hope to、uh, um, hope you listen, hope you enjoyed it, and have a great rest of your day and week. And we'll、uh, we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye, everyone.